Ooh, girl, turn that up. What song is this? Girl, this my song. You don't know this? I don't think so. Let me turn it up. Okay. I like this. Girl, right? Girl, this is my jam. Hello. Welcome back to My Sister's Jam, episode hey, hey. 11. This is your host, Camille. Of course, I'm here with Big Sis Missy. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. I missed it you this week already. I feel like that, too. I feel I like that, too. I feel like that. When like, I be real busy, at? I'm like, where's my sister at? Where's my mama at? Like, where's all of my people? Because I'm tired of life at the most. Truly. Truly. <laughs> well, we together now, girl. We together. And we finna do this thing. <laughs> yeah. We got our drinks. We yes, ready. Yes, y'all. We got our usual drinks. Nothing, nothing to write home about. We got wine. We got the usual stuff. So it's all good. We're going to get right into it. On today's episode, we are honoring the birthday of one of our favorite music producers, Jermaine Dupree, who will be celebrating his 51st birthday on Saturday, the 23rd. Hey. Happy birthday, hey. Jermaine Dupree! Hey. Happy hey. birthday, JD! Hey. <laughs> so we'll be discussing some of our favorite jams produced by JD. But, of course, first... First... Shout out to our listeners who interacted with us on social media regarding our last episode, which was about our favorite breakup jams. I mean, y'all were feeling this episode, okay? Yes. And we were here for it. We were here for it. The engagement for that episode was off the charts. Y'all loved the playlist and y'all loved the commentary and we appreciate it so very much. And we have to say the playlist was fire. Yes, it was. We did this breakup jam episode <laughs> go listen to it pull up the playlist get into it so um I, one of our ig followers color me black said the way i used to see <laughs> she had me cracking up with this one hold on <laughs> she said the way i used to sing we can't be friends like i was grown and i was only 10 years old <laughs> <laughs> that though because like the way i used to sing between the sheets when i was like nine or how old i was (laughs) it'd be like that (laughs) it definitely be like that don't even know what you're talking about but you're feeling it right but you know you know (laughs) enough to know that the song is fire so we feel you friend (laughs) (laughs) and uh ig follower and listener miss kim x57 said when y'all mentioned Mariah Carey, I immediately traveled to the past. My song from her was Can't Let Go. Woo. Now, Woo. how did we forget about that one? I don't know if we forgot about it, but man. I think that's it a slipped jam. my mind. But I mean, you know, there will probably be another part of this Breakup Jams uh, saga. I'm sure we might do that episode again in the future because there are so many more to cover. Right. Unlike all mm-hmm. of our topics, it is. It's like 30,000 more we could do. <laughs> And we asked y'all on Spotify Q&A, what's your go-to breakup song? And LMJ2189 noted Broken Hearted by Brandy mm. and Pretty Wings. Yes, right. And Pretty Wings by Maxwell. 
And Big Dre Day 373 said, kiss and say goodbye by the Manhattans. Ooh, woo. Mm, mm, mm. Mm, mm, mm. So I might Come have to go back and through. listen to Pretty Wings because I didn't know that was a breakup song. I definitely <laughs> did not know. See, you see how we are? We were just definitely singing it. Like, wait, that's a breakup song? I'm like, wait a minute, let me run through them lyrics again. But it's a jam yeah. that I do know. <laughs> yes, yes. So, you know, y'all, okay. <laughs> Here for and it. that is what we got from some of our listeners last week yes thank you everybody now of course your annual daily weekly whatever this is reminder always check out the show notes for the list of songs and the links to the playlist it will always be there for every episode so take a look at that to hear the songs and you'll find them on our social media on thursdays as well so sister if you're ready do you want to go ahead and give us what happened on this day in music history today is september 21st what happened i am ready in 1974 barry white hits number one in the states with his hit single can't get enough of your lung bang hey Come on, Barry. Come, Come on, on Barry. with the number one hit, okay? Love it. And yes, and in 1999, while being searched in London's Heathrow Airport, singer Diana Ross allegedly assaults a female security officer that attempted to do a body search, and she's detained for five hours. And she was later released without being charged. Mm-hmm. So okay, basically, Diana. she was like, don't, don't mess with me. Pretty she was much. probably tired, finished the tour, <laughs> don't mess with her. <laughs> Understandable. <laughs> we, we love Miss Ross around here. Don't mess with our girl. And mm-hmm. those are my two music history facts. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, everybody, since today's episode is all about celebrating JD, I figured we could start with a few rapid fire facts about him before we get into the jams. Y'all ready? I'm ready. All right. At the age of 12, Jermaine Dupri began dancing for the hip-hop group Houdini. He began producing acts when he was 18 years old. He produced his first act called Silk Times Leather, an all-female hip-hop trio in 1990. Criss Cross's first album, Totally Crossed Out, was the first album produced by Dupri to be certified multi-platinum in 1992. In 1993, Dupree established his record label, So So Deaf, which entered into a distribution partnership with record label Columbia Records later that year. He published his memoir entitled Young, Rich, and Dangerous, The Making of a Music Mogul in 2007. And those are our JD Rapid Fire Facts. So I didn't know he had a memoir. I am a huge book nerd. I'm going to have to check that out. Gonna have to go on and grab that. Sounds like a good coffee table book. <laughs> grabby, grabby. Y'all, I'm not a big reader, but I do have coffee table books because I think it's cute and it's aesthetic. And so I have books. I got like Tap of the Brow's book and Justin Baldoni's book because I just think he's cute and like Will Smith's book. And I just got them on the table because I just like to have people's books. But maybe I'll buy JD's just to sit it on the table. <laughs> I mean, you got to, you got to. You know, they are cute well. though. Your table is cute. I'm like, look yeah, at these I mean, gorgeous. They look ducks. cute. They look cute. It's nice. Well, anyway, okay. If you're ready, I'm ready. Is it time to jump into the jams? It is time to jump into the jams, and we are going with our first Jermaine Dupri produced track. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, one of my favorites, Funkified by Debrat featuring Jermaine Dupree. Because hey. we're so Funkified, hey. we make it move from side to side. Okay. A classic. Yes. Released in May of 1994, Funkified was the lead single from Debrat's debut album of the same name under the So So Deaf Recordings label. The album sold over 1 million copies and made her the first ever solo female rapper to go platinum, which oh. I did not know. I didn't either. Did I know that? Mm-mm. I think that is freaking awesome, but also lame because... Because <laughs> why nobody did, before her? Because why like, didn't anyone before her? I mean, we got Queen Latifah, we got MC yeah, Lane, we got like all the... Right? Yeah, yeah, like why, mm. didn't they, why didn't they go platinum? But all mm. right. Jermaine Dupree not only produced the rap jam, but he also wrote it with a few of the Isley Brothers members also getting songwriting credits due to the track sampling between the sheets. Mm-hmm. Now, <laughs> I absolutely did not catch the sample of between the sheets in here. When I went back and listened, I was like, okay, it's kind of sort of right there. I be slow sometimes. Sometimes I hear him instantly and sometimes I'm like, nope, never going to catch it. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it was the same with that Robin Thicke song, right? I'm mm-hmm. like, mm, I just felt like it wasn't super obvious. But be sure to check out our episode about our favorite music samples if you haven't already. Yes, okay. please. Now that's just a little, a little plug. A little now the plug. single, a little shameless plug. That's I couldn't think of a sister girl. That's how you know I need this drink. Yeah, the right. single, <laughs> the single quickly became a summer of '94 hit reaching number six on the Billboard Hot 100, number one on the Hot Rap Singles, and number two on the R&B charts. And Janet Jackson's Anytime, Anyplace was a song that held it off from getting to that number one R&B chart spot. Ooh, which we like, mm, I mean, we're not <laughs> I mad. Kinda see that. <laughs> <laughs> I, kinda, I can kind of see that. And we kind of see that because the way we feel about Anytime, Anyplace is like, oh. hmm to this day, Funkify remains DeBrat's most successful single and is her only single to go platinum. Wow. Well, that was definitely a classic hit. I mean, sure. that's so... And it is funky, right? Like, when you yes. listen to it, like, you do get a funky vibe. Yes, you do. Hey. <laughs> so, be looking out for that on the playlist. That's my yes. first jam, y'all. I love it. Now, my first jam is Grills. Released in 2005, Grills is a song by American rapper Nelly featuring fellow American rappers Paul Wall, Ali, and Gip. And Mm -hmm. uncredited vocals from American singer Brandy Williams of the group Black. Oh, right. Okay. (laughs) So embarrassingly, I didn't really realize that that's who was doing the female vocals in the song. Oh, okay. I guess you didn't either. (laughs) Mm, I sure didn't. Nope. So just like Paula Patton on that Usher song, I'm like, uh, this is another one where I just thought it was a random female voice, but she's definitely in the video that I've watched a billion times. I just didn't recognize her as somebody that I should have known from somewhere else. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Okay. But we just like, oh, she sound cute. Okay. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cute. (laughs) But yeah, it's actually somebody. Like somebody. Right. (laughs) No. I thought it was just a random like girl. Somebody. I was like, okay. Yeah, but no, she is somebody. Okay, cool. But anyway, 
so Grills was written by the three rappers that are in the song, as well as Jermaine Dupree and James Phillips. And it contains samples. Well, actually, it contains interpolations if we want to get technical. Yeah, but those super technical people. Because sometimes you got to get technical. But anyway, mm. uh, it does include interpolations of Destiny's Child Soldier and Left Me Lonely by MC Shan. Now, following mm. its release, it topped the U.S. Billboard Hot 100, starting at number one for two consecutive weeks and reached the top 20 in Australia, Ireland, and New Zealand. Now, Grills was certified platinum. And in 2007, it was nominated for Best Rap Performance as a Duo or Group at the 49th Annual Grammy Awards, and it lost to Chameleonaire's Riding. Now, um, do uh, I know Riding? Mm, dirty probably. is what you think it is, because <laughs> I thought it was called Riding Dirty, but it's just called Riding. They see me rolling. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> I was rolling. just, I was just riding, called Riding Dirty. Yeah, I had. To, I was like, oh, okay, getting it wrong, and it called Riding Dirty. No, just Oops. Riding. It's just called. Oh, riding, which I, okay. I well, I don't know how I feel about it losing right. that, but um, yeah, <laughs> such as like. But I write so, Grammys, mm. right? <laughs> now, <laughs> the funny thing about Grills is this is our mama's jam, y'all. Like, oh, this is mom's time. jam. But I think she just really mostly enjoys the video, and I can't lie, Nelly is looking hey. pretty doggone hot in this video. Okay, girl, the it's, way mom feel about Nelly, the way mom feel about Nelly. Period. We're gonna do an episode about that. <laughs> Right, right. But in that video, especially when they doing that little side to side two step clap dance thing, they do. Oh, girl, girl, that's the girl, part. She was like, put, put that Nelly video put on, on that there. Video. Why is that? that part? <laughs> I like to see that part when they girl. Oh, yeah, I got you, right. mama. We got you, girl. We, yeah, we got that. you, girl. We always <laughs> got you, girl. When you want to rewind, so we gonna rewind it, okay? Every time. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, grills is definitely a jam. A whole jam. classic, and I love yes. it. And that is my first jam. All right, girl. Woo, got a good one. Yes. All right. So my second jam. Let's go. Nice and slow by Usher. Mm. From his second studio album, My Way. Classic, classic album from LaFace Records. Nice and slow by Usher was w- released in January of 1998. The song was written by Usher. Brian Casey from Jagged Edge, Manuel Seal Jr., and Jermaine Dupree. And it became Usher's first number one single on the U.S. Billboard Hot 100. Nice. Which, um, that surprised me as well. I'm like, wait a minute, his debut album? Like, Can You Get With It didn't go number one? But like, mm. I guess not. Mm-mm. Anyway, it was very cool to learn that Manuel Seal did the guitar work for the so uh you remember that guitar work in this sister i know oh, of course of course and so he did that and jagged edge did the background vocals mm, now that i didn't know i did not either uh in the book the billboard book of number one hits jermaine dupree recalled how he told usher that he needed a ballad so that he could knock out the world now the beat was created first and then the lyric was fitted to that the composition and recording of the track took about four hours, he said. Usher noted to Time Magazine that Nice and Slow is somewhat of an intimate story between a man and a woman. Now, getting back to Jermaine's comment, though, about Usher needing a ballot, like, to mm-hmm. put him on the map, he 
really nailed it with that because it's like he could see that Ursher had what it took to be the next like, R&B heart, heartthrob dude you yes, know yes yes and so he needed to play that up with that voice and those extremely good looks mm-hmm. everyone loves a beautiful sexy time song right and this one manages to be both sexy and then like classy because that guitar sounds like classy you yeah, know it does. like it gives yeah. it it lends it kind of like a super classy vibe and it's sweet at the same time mm-hmm. so that was a good move for sure because i think after that and it was his first number one hit he just went after that. yes yes jd definitely mm-hmm. had a way of like knowing if some young people was gonna actually have talent <laughs> right and like, i feel like this that. <laughs> i feel like these producers that we talked about a lot like you know like jd and um timbaland and Roddy Jerk is like they just be knowing stuff and I'm like how mm-hmm. y'all just be knowing like you know what you need you need a ballot how you- right like how you know what I need this is job <laughs> I guess this is job to know what you need right, right. I'm like but, I'm like what do you study like what do you do you yeah, just have you know an that? ear like <laughs> it's okay just but ear. it's just a, a gift if that's what you a call gift? a gift right so and that's what he said and that's what happened <laughs> love it and that is my second jam all right well, on to my second. Y'all, I hear that ice clanking in my sister glass. She drinking that drink. <laughs> anyway, Getting my drink in. I know, that's right. Now, <laughs> my second jam is Pulling Me Back, mm-hmm. a song by American rapper Changi, which was released as the first single from his third album, Hood Star. A uh, jam. I think this is uh, me and my sister jam. Yes, it it, de- it definitely is. How many times have we sang this again? Girl, <laughs> a lot. <laughs> in the car or wherever we'd be. I don't mm-hmm. know. Now, yes. the song features um, actor and slash R&B singer Tyrese singing the chorus with production, of course, by Jermaine Dupree. I want to pause mm-hmm. for a second. When you think of Tyrese, do you think of him more as a singer or more as an actor? Singer. Yeah, because that's what he was first, I guess. But he really has right. made his way in acting too. I don't know. Oh, but, yeah. oh he absolutely has. He's yeah, definitely for sure. I'm like actor slash R and B singer. I'm like, why they put actor first? Because he's a singer slash actor. Right. Okay. I mean, Tyrese is a singer, <laughs> but he definitely he the he wait. What was the commercials he would be in? Like as this like gorgeous model, Coca Cola. He the Coca Cola dude first, oh, and then yeah. he was a singer. Remember. That. with his fine self getting Ooh. on the bus singing that dude oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness i would have never thought about that again bless his heart lord but this ain't mm-hmm. about tyrese i guess but i just went a little sidebar anywho but hey tyrese right <laughs> so pulling me back employs a synthesized sample of swv's 1998 single rain which mm-hmm. itself sampled jacko pastorius's uh portrait of tracy so wow. Yeah, a sample mm-hmm. of a sample of a sample of a sample. Okay. <laughs> so the music video, yeah, the music video for Pulling Me Back features America's Next Top Model, Cycle 3 runner-up, Yaya. 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 Yes. Girl, remember when Tyra told Yaya she was too Afrocentric? <laughs> girl, Tyra, girl. Tyra was on something else back then. She we really was. But looking and back, we still like, love it, Tyra. I'm like, but what? Tyra, you was really. <laughs> yeah, it was a little problematic when we look back on it. Now that we mm. up in age, we like ooh, we like that's no. not good. No, no, she no, definitely no, told no, no. her to turn to turn down her blackness. Like, no, ma'am, uh, what? Like, Wait. ma'am, I won't. <laughs> and Yaya was like, um, no, I won't. Yaya was like, no, no, no. Cool on that. 
anyway, and still almost won because she was a beast. But anywho, <laughs> so the video uh, for Pulling Me Back was actually retired on 106 and Park after being on the countdown for 65 days. I didn't Man. even remember that being a thing that, that 106 and Park would retire songs. Like, I don't oh, know. I remember that. Yeah, I do I remember that because some would be on there like so long. I remember yeah, that. they just have to stop it from being on there, I guess. Mm-hmm. But apparently, little fun fact, Bow Wow was named Mr. 106 in Park and Aaliyah was named Miss 106 in Park for having the most retired videos. So oh, that's okay. a little fun fact. And the last video that they ever retired was Stinking Riding by Chameleonaire. I said, this song was... <laughs> It's everywhere. <laughs> Riding back a millionaire. This episode is not supposed to be about him. I'm like, now this was, I remember it was popular, but doggone, must have been a bigger hit than I remember it being. Right. Anyway. I'm like, okay, it's cool, but you know. <laughs> I mean, it was all right, I guess. <laughs> but pulling me back peaked at number nine on the Billboard Hot 100, making it Chingy's fourth and final top 10 single. It peaked at number one on the R&B chart, where it was his first number one single. And it was a jam. And I watched the video earlier and I was mm-hmm. like, dang, Chingy was kind of cute, low key. And I yeah, never he realized was. it. I'm like, okay, yeah, he first was. of all, his skin was pretty and his lips was pretty and stuff. I'm like, oh, why mm-hmm. was I not looking at Chingy for real? Okay. Hey, mm-hmm. I, I don't know what he looked like now. Hey. He probably fell off. But he was cute in that video. I said, ooh, we got oh. Chocolate Man in here. We got Peanut Butter Man chocolate. in here. Yes. Tyrese <laughs> with his beautiful teeth. I'm like, the okay, pull teeth. me back then. Pull me back. Go on and pull me back. <laughs> <laughs> Go on and pull me back, Tyrese. Go on and pull me back if you got to. I'm, I'm coming back. Lord. Yeah, so that's a nice video if y'all want to look at that. I mean, um, the video is not particularly great, but they look good. and y'all got But they look so, good, you know. so, so go on here. Yeah, might as well. And that is my second jam. All right. <laughs> Excellent. On mm-hmm. to my third. Um, my third selection for our Jermaine Dupree party is Where the Party At by Jagged hey. Edge. Fe- hey, featuring Nelly. Where the Party At was the lead single from Jagged Edge's tw- 2001 third studio album, Jagged Little Thrill which is a little spin on Alanis Morissette's album titled Jagged Little Pill (laughs) under So So Death Records. The album debuted at number three on the Billboard 200, outranking their previous album, J.E. Heartbreak, which was a little spin on New Editions and E. Heartbreak. Okay, can I stop doing the little spins? (laughs) (laughs) Wait a minute. All these little spins about to make me dizzy. Right. It's kind of cute though. Like I'm like, okay, that's that's y'all's little. I mean, is that y'all's brand? I, I don't think brand was really a word back then. It wasn't like right. this buzzword back then. But I guess that was a brand. They put spins on stuff. Okay, and it became their <laughs> their highest peaking album to date. Hmm. However, though, I got a little confused reading about this. It wasn't as successful sales wise as Je Heartbreak, even though it peaked higher on the countdown. So, hmm. mm, I don't know. Um, like maybe it peaked because it sold so many sales in one week or something like that, or like in oh, a certain maybe week. So, but, but maybe overall, like total sales, right? Yeah, yeah, like total sales. Je Heartbreak still was more successful. Hmm. Now, where the party at? Of course, featured vocals by rapper Nelly, and it spent three weeks at number one on the Billboard US R&B charts 
and is the group's highest charting single on the Billboard High 100, spending five weeks at number three. Hmm. The track was nominated for Best Rap Sung Collaboration at the 44th Grammy Awards in 2002. And that year, this was a brand new category, mm. which I thought was cool. Yeah. But but lost to Eve and Gwen Stefani's Let Me Blow Your Mind. Now, I can't be mad about that because that's, that's also a genius. Yeah. Yeah. And funny, both were the party at and let me blow your mind. Are those aren't both of those mom's gems, or is it just let me blow your mind? She definitely likes let me blow your mind. I think she yeah. kind of likes where the party at too. I, I think may be so. confusing she be it with nasty girl. Like it. Yeah, oh, nasty okay. girl. Okay, that's her number one jam. Okay, I may be thinking about <laughs> that, getting confused. Sorry if I'm putting words in your mouth, mama. Sorry, and mama. that <laughs> sorry, man. <laughs> <laughs> and that is my third jam. I love that. About Jagged Edge, just a little tidbit. <laughs> I'm laughing because you like they put a spin on these album titles like somebody else's album title. I feel like they also put a spin on their own songs to make more of their own songs. Like, do you ever feel like Jagged Edge Man. songs kind of all sound the same? <laughs> I do feel like that sometimes. I'm like, what's that Jagged Edge song? And yeah, you like, start singing and you're like, no, like, but that's the no, other one, no. but it sounds like that. Like, yeah. Like, <laughs> but no, I mean... It's like but they that ain't fire. A, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, they found right. a formula that works. So like they stuck right. with it. And I'm like, I'm cool with that because everyone was a hit and I love all their songs, but it's kind of like Right. But you found the same in the wrong one. You're like, no, no, the one where they say <laughs> <laughs> Nevertheless, we still love y'all. They still hit. But we, we love, love Jagged Edge. Edge. Don't even don't even get it twisted. <laughs> don't get it twisted. This is not a critique, it's just an observation. <laughs> exactly. Well, on to my third jam and maybe my favorite Sorry. I know I say that every time and I'm like I'm not gonna say I have a favorite but I'd be having a close to favorite so mm-hmm. this one is I think they like me the so so mm. deaf remix by them mm. franchise boys featuring Jermaine Dupri the brat and Bow Wow y'all if y'all talk about hey. the prime of my high school time the prime oh, of my high lie. school time oh, is this song girl yes okay Woo. i think they like me is a song by again american hip-hop group and franchise boys it was released in august 2005 as a single from their self-titled debut album them franchise boys the song's chorus is sampled from their debut single white tea which i wonder mm-hmm. i don't know about if i know any tea. other instances of that where, where somebody samples their own song from the same album for another song. I don't know if I've you know seen what? that happen any other time. I don't think so either, but like I like it. That's kind of cool. Yeah, it's kind of <laughs> cool. <laughs> but however, the single version, which is the one that is my jam for today, is the So So Deaf remix, which features Jermaine mm-hmm. Dupree, the Brad, and Bow Wow. Now, the remix is featured on the Franchise Boys album On Top of Our Game, which was it was released as the first single from that album in 2006. So the song is on mm-hmm. two albums. The original version's on their debut album, and then the remix is on the next album. So oh, it, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. So it topped the hip-hop R&B chart for three weeks and reached number 15 on the Billboard Hot 100. Now, please don't kill me for this, y'all, but technically JD is listed as a composer on this track and not a producer. 
But either way, I feel like I had to go on and, and include it in this episode because it's one of my favorite JD jams or a jam that JD was involved with or jam that JD was on or whatever. So it's, it's on that episode. I'm sorry. I so. got it. I got it. And <laughs> y'all be what easy. What does composer mean? I mean, I don't know. Yeah, composer, I mean, producer, like, sound like same stuff you to me, composing, but I'm not. You producing. Yes. I mean. Produce. I yeah, mean, what's the difference between composing <laughs> and producing? I don't. They're probably definitely not interchangeable. And I'm sorry for music uh industry people that are like are y'all yeah. stupid yeah no. y'all yeah y'all get in the comments actually <laughs> and guess what we're gonna so. delete your comment uh-uh so <laughs> i'm not and stupid that... i realize that producer and composer are two different roles in making a song but mm-hmm. this is on the episode because it's my jam okay so yeah that's what this podcast okay. is about this is my sister's jam my and this jam is my jam and jd's if on you it want. And I love if you it. want to do a music education, do it. Start a music education podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely not a music education podcast. This is just a Thank music you. lovers podcast. Muchas gracias. And uh, I love it, sister. I love it. Because that is definitely you. a gene. Girl, like I just remember being in high school and like then when I first started learning how to drive and I thought I was like tough and hard and stuff and I'm like playing my music right. loud, but this is not like a hard song. Like it's not like a thuggish song for me to be trying to right. bump it. But like the beat is heavy, so I felt like that's good enough. Just turn it up. I was like, "Hey, it's lit." Yes, it's lit. That is definitely a jam and deserved to be on this episode. So thank you for including it. My pleasure. On to your yeah. fourth jam. To my fourth jam. Let's get into it. In my bed, so so deaf remix by Drew Ooh. Hill featuring woo featuring J- Jermaine Dupri and the Brat Baby. Yes. Now, yes. let me just do a little sidebar. My sister, my family know me best. And my friends from high school, they knew how I felt about Drew Hill. They know how I still feel about Drew Hill. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One of my all-time favorite bands. So I had to include this one here. Okay. Yes. Now, I couldn't find much information on the So So Death mix of In My Bed. Just the fact that it was, of course, produced by Jermaine Dupree. And featured the brat, which, oh, okay, we knew that. <laughs> so the original version was a whole banger. It was a slow, powerful R&B ballad. And Ooh. it was the second single that was released from Drew Hill's Smash 1996 debut album, Drew Hill, under the Island Records label. That's another one that's mom's jam, the original. Boy, y'all that like, was y'all my... Y'all mama, yeah, mama, y'all but like, y'all gotta understand how we feel about our like, mama. <laughs> like, for real, because that's my mama, and I'm gonna talk about I mean, it, but that original in my bed, now you took her jam for sure. Like, and so, like, we'll get, we'll probably get into a, di- a different episode about, like, the history behind us starting this podcast, but like, y'all gotta understand, <laughs> our mama gave us our love of music, so. Yes. Like so they're whenever we get together, that's all we do. Like we listen to music and talk, like and drink. Mm-hmm. Like that's mm-hmm. literally my favorite thing to do is be with them and drink and listen to music. Same. So, so she loves the original in my bed. The single spent three weeks at number one on the Billboard US R and B chart, and it peaked at number four on the pop chart. Now the lead vocals are performed by Mr. Extra himself, <laughs> Mark <laughs> Mark Cisco Andrews, and I love him. Like y'all, please, <laughs> that's not like a jab. He j- he just do be extra. Everybody know this. And if you remember the video, sister of the original, the original mm-hmm. version, like he's all torn up because he thinks his girlfriend is cheating. 
but he's not 100% sure. So he buy, he buys her some flowers and he goes to her apartment and sees a man leaving her complex. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, heck no. So he go busting in her apartment <laughs> and catches her in bed with another woman. Oh, yeah. Right. Do you remember that? And so I'm, he I'm like, to forget. Yeah. Right. So he's standing there like, I know she not. And so he froze. And so he runs back outside. He flipping out like, wait, did I really see what I just saw? But then he like runs back into the apartment. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what, how the video ends. So it's like, y'all know what happened after that. Yeah, we know what that means. Yeah, needless to say, they probably didn't break up. But <laughs> the, ori- the original single was released in mid-December of 1996, leading me to believe that the remix was most likely released not too long after that in 1997. Yeah. The remix was a bonus track featured on the deluxe version of the Drew Hill album, and it was another hit single for the group. I don't know the charting. I couldn't find the charting of the remix anywhere. Hmm. Um, in the remix version, we find it to be more fast paced. Like it's not slow like the original. Mm-hmm. It's a nice little club dance bop. Yeah. But the beat it makes it fire. Like the beat makes it so fire this song. The lyrics are the same though. Like the lyrics stayed exactly the same, but the yeah. difference is in the tempo, which makes it sound completely different. Mm-hmm. It definitely does. Right. And Cisco still sings his ASS off in this version just the same. (laughs) (laughs) And no, he can sing. I mean, that ain't going to change. That ain't going to change. Oh, that man can sing. Oh, he be singing. Uh, Mom always say, them veins be popping out of his neck. I'm like, they sure do, girl, because he... (laughs) Because he be singing, okay? Yeah, that's, that's what she say about uh, KC from uh, Jodeci. <laughs> oh, she be talking about KC? Okay. Okay. I mean, but Francisco probably be doing that too. I think so. Right. <laughs> Lord help us. Yes. And that's my fourth jam. <laughs> Ooh, and a good jam it was indeed. Yes. Ooh, fire. Yes. Now, to my fourth jam, I've got Always Be My Baby. A song mm-hmm. recorded by Mariah Carey for her fifth studio album, Daydream, released in 95. Now, the single was released by Columbia Records on February 20th of 96 as the third single in the United States and the fourth single worldwide. Written and produced by Mariah, Jermaine Dupree, and Manuel Seal, Always Be My Baby is a mid-tempo song with lyrics describing the feeling of attachment and unity that the singer feels towards her estranged lover even though they're no longer together. She says he'll always be a part of her and he'll always be her baby, even after they move on. So the song was a commercial success, becoming Mariah's 11th chart topper on the Billboard Hot 100, tying her with Madonna and Whitney Houston for most number one singles by a female artist at the time. Why why is she so everything like that? Iconic. why is is she so this is so off topic but as i just said that part i realized that i dreamed about madonna last night and that she donated some clothes to the thrift store and i was in there getting some and now i just realized i had that dream 
Mm-hmm. And then this morning, <laughs> I was donating clothes to the Goodwill, and I just remembered that I had that dream last night. Like maybe that's why I woke up with the desire to go through my clothes and donate them because I just dreamed about Madonna <laughs> donating stuff. To okay, store. okay, I'm just that's this crazy. Together in this moment, y'all, I'm sorry. This is definitely off. That's topic. crazy, sister. Yeah. But I was like, oh, Madonna okay. donated stuff. Let me go in here and buy some of it. Okay, we we anyway. big about dreams too, y'all. So that's that's probably yeah. that's probably I'm why like, she I went off on that tangent. Yeah, I'm like, I don't know what the dream means or if it means. Like, we gotta ask. I think the dream man, girl, clean out your closet because you got too much stuff. (laughs) Probably. That's probably what it was. That's what Mm -hmm. I did. But anyway, to tie for anything with Madonna and Whitney Houston is like pretty doggone amazing. She is so everything, bro. Yes, absolutely. So while Mariah was writing and beginning the recording of Daydream in late 94, she began searching for different producers in order to give her work a new sound. So Jermaine Dupree, who had risen to fame during that period, began working with her on material for the album. And after recording the song in December of 94, Mariah recalled that she chose to work with him because he had a very distinct vibe. She stated, mm. Jermaine Manuel and I sat down and Jermaine programmed the drums. I told him the feel I wanted and Manuel put his hands on the keyboard and I started singing the melody. We went back and forth with the bridge and the B section. I had the outline of the lyrics and started singing Always Be My Baby off the top of my head. I'm just like, every time I hear these quotes about the magic happening, I'm just like, man, to be a fly on the wall. Right. Like, I want to see that. I want to see y'all creating it. I want to see you sing all this off the top uh, of your head and then it just right. becomes a smash pop hit. Like, I, I right. want to like, be, I wanna be there. there. Like, I want to <laughs> see it. Can I come to the studio with y'all? <laughs> I want to see it. It seems so magical. Like, this, it's magical for them to just start from scratch and then it becomes this huge hit that everybody knows and loves and it's 20 years later and we're still singing it and it's just like man and at, at one point it was just drums and a keyboard and you singing one line off the top of your head like bruh it's amazing. like okay very very it's amazing love it but always be my love baby it. definitely up there in my list of favorite mariah carey songs like we said last week i think i got nine mariah carey songs in my top three <laughs> right what you said, i feel but- like I feel like we need a whole Mariah Carey right. episode. Like I really do. We need yeah. a whole Mariah Carey episode, honestly. I'm sure we'll have one. I'm sure we will. Yep, we will. We will. Well, that okay, was my sister jam. I love it, sister. Yeah. Everything about it. <laughs> and we're on to my last jam already. Hmm. And my last jam is Tonight by Escape. Now, ooh. <laughs> it is my absolute favorite Escape song, y'all. Tonight was the fourth and final single released from their 1993 hit debut album, Hummin' Coming At Ya, under So So Def and Columbia Records. Now, their debut album peaked at number 17 on the Billboard 200 and number three on the U.S. Billboard Top R&B Hip Hop Albums charts, going on to become certified platinum with over one million copies sold. Now, I don't know if you had the chance to listen to it before we record it, sister. Tonight is an absolutely incredible acapella ballad. They sing this completely in acapella. I did listen to it. You did? Yeah, and I had never heard it before. And, Mm -hmm. or at least I don't remember ever hearing it. And I got Mm -hmm. all the way to the end of the song and I said, was it any music in this song? (laughs) (laughs) 
well okay all right so let me get to my point because okay. that is a very good question because so they sing this acapella is performed by the group expressing their sweet desire to be intimate with their man like i just love the lyrics it's so sweet it's so beautiful they want to make love to their man pretty much mm-hmm. tonight right mm-hmm. I was so impressed even back then by the harmonizing. So what you heard was harmonizing was their freaking harmonizing. Mm -hmm. They sounded like a choir. Yeah. And the vocals, like I love their vocals. Now, while they all did an amazing job on their respective parts in the song, I love Tamika's part where she had the second verse Mm -hmm. and then Tiny's part of the bridge. Now, people try to clown Candy's vocals, apparently, Mm. but I have always loved her voice. Like, I have. It it is unique. Like, it is a unique voice. It's very different from the other ladies, right? Mm -hmm. But I'm attracted to, like, her deeper tenor of, you know, like, she does seem deeper than other girls. And I like it. I I mean, you gotta have a little everything in a group, I feel like, right? Yeah. And like, I feel like it's a great compliment to the other ladies, more higher pitches, right? Yeah. So I love her part. She starts the beginning of the song. I love the whole thing. Yes. Now, me and my best friend, by the way, we're still best friends to this day. We were best friends even way back in 93 when this <laughs> came out. We f- were freaking obsessed with this song. Actually, I think she was the one that introduced me to it. Mm. Right. So... Now, when singing a cappella, there's no hiding behind instrumentation. So nope. to baby sister's point, she like, wait, did they even have music? So that means you singing when yeah. I don't even remember this being a cappella. That means it was a successful a cappella song. <laughs> right. Like your singing sounded like instruments is basically mm-hmm. what sister was saying. And it does. Yeah. It does sound like that. They did that. Like I feel the emotions, especially towards the end. The harmonies are absolutely beautiful. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think it got the atti- attention and recognition it deserved because I didn't find a lot of info about the, the song in particular either, just about yeah. the album. I it was a single, like I but say, I had never heard it. Well, I mean, in 93, you know, <laughs> I, I was but a young warthog at the time, but um, I don't, you know, I didn't hear about it later in life either. So I don't know. Yeah, it definitely, definitely get talked hit. about. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. And that is my last Jermaine Dupri produced jam. Love it. Well, to my last one, and this one is near and dear to my heart, y'all. <laughs> this is a stupid thing to say about this song. We all hear me say the song like, what? Near and dear to your heart? This? No, it's this. not. If it's near okay. and dear to your heart, that's what it is. <laughs> my last jam <laughs> is Bow Wow. That's my name. Okay very good i love it i love it sister a real jam okay bow wow that's my name is the second single from lil bow wow's debut album beware of dog Mm -hmm. which beware of dog honestly could have been on my albums with no skips yes i mean people try to act like bow wow's debut album was not fire or they try to and it you know whatever and And it was I don't care if he was nine or whatever he was when that or album came out because I think he was like nine or something. <laughs> I don't care. It was a hit. Okay. 
or 11 or something. He might have been 11. I don't know what he was. He they was try to act like they were dancing. Oh, y'all like, were dancing. Y'all act it. like Michael Jackson was nine or whatever. Right. Okay. Or People four nine, or whatever he know, was. Or whatever. Two and a half or whatever he was on Soul Train. Bow Wow can make good music even though he's little and small right. and age and stature. That's okay? right. He can That's still right. make it. So, anyway. You ain't lying. Um, I'm not lying. So, Bow Wow, that's my name, features fellow rapper Snoop Dogg. And though I'm just getting into this jam, I do need to make a little sidebar on this too. Um, How big of a favor did JD have to call in to get Snoop on this track for this little kid? (laughs) Like, I know Snoop probably was like, Mm, so you want me on a on a ten year old song? I really wish I knew how old Bow Wow was when this album came out, but he was somewhere around in that eleven, nine, right. ten, something like that. Um, right. So I wonder, like, did it take some persuasion <laughs> to get Snoop to be on this song? <laughs> Got you. Mm-hmm. Don't know, but you know, iconic, like boss moves for your little debut album when you're a little bitty kid to have somebody like Snoop on it. I mean, came right. out the gate swinging, Bow Wow. Got you. So anyway, um, the song samples some French song by some French person that I can't pronounce their name or the song's name, uh, mm-hmm. but it samples that, um, and it samples Atomic Dog by George Clinton. Hey! Yes. Now, the radio edit of Bow Wow, That's My Name, completely removes Snoop Dogg's verse and instead includes a new verse, um, and mm. it also removes Bow Wow's mention of Snoop Dogg and Jermaine Dupri's line as well, making it a song by Little Bow Wow only. Okay. So okay. I didn't even remember that. But I probably That's... don't remember that because I had the album and I just played the album version all the time. I don't remember the radio edit. I know the uh, the version that's on the album, which has Snoop and everything. So, But apparently, the radio edit cut them out for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Probably a little too mature for Bow Wow's image at the time, I guess. Whatever. Okay. Mm-hmm. But all versions of the song censor profanities, uh, including the second half of the MF cuss word <laughs> in Snoop's mm. verse. So, oh. yeah, so Snoop just, you just hear Snoop saying, Woof, mother, woof, the dog came to play. <laughs> right, right. I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Woof, mother, woof. Mm-hmm. Okay. Woof, mother, yeah. woof. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. You remember that part? The dog came. I do. To play. <laughs> woof, mother, woof. Right, right. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, whatever. I mean, he was a kid again. So, uh, but now a nod to how he earned that nickname I mentioned earlier, Mr. 106 and Park. Bow Wow, that's my name, was the first music video on 106 and Park to be retired. Hmm. really yes so bow wow of course features in the video of himself uh and along with his alleged godfather in quotes snoop dogg uh fred durst shantae moore moby and his mentor jermaine dupree all appear in this music video girl they get all of that Mm -hmm. Mm, throwback uh now this song in 2001, it won the Billboard Music Award for Rap Single of the Year, and it also won BT Award for Viewer's Choice. So, okay, nice so let's let's go on again. Okay, mm-hmm. give Bow Wow his props his and his flowers. credit was... where it's due because my boy was mm-hmm. killing it, and me and Elise was making dance routines in her basement to every song on the album. So I can't even because play that's like I wasn't do. listening to it. And when we had those debates in the fifth grade or whatever grade I was in, I think fifth, about who's better, Bow Wow or Lil' Romeo, it was not even a question to me, okay? <laughs> because Lil' Romeo, what songs did Lil' Romeo even make? I don't know. It's not um, about him either. He okay, got that one song. It's all right. 
that I can't nope. think of. What, what was mm. it? Don't okay, know. But that but Bow Wow has some hits, was... and this was one of them. <laughs> okay, Dowkey. Shout out to JD for always uncovering these young talents. Yes. Yes. Shout out and to happy JD. birthday. Happy birthday, JD. You done made some classics. You done did the thing. Yes. I love that it. That is it. That's it, y'all. So, like always, we want to remind you to please leave ratings, five-star ratings, and reviews. Write a little something in that review. Help us get in front of mole peoples. We and tell your that. friends and share our social media posts. We have some fire social media posts on our Instagram and Facebook accounts. Go ahead and share them. It's cool. Yes. If you love them, <laughs> if it's a jam you love, like share it, please, please. And yeah. do tell people to listen to this podcast. We appreciate those of y'all who have already done those things. Tell your friends and tell them to do those things too. Yeah. Uh, and if you need anything, if you have feedback or uh, suggestions, email us at my sister's jam at gmail.com. And our socials, of course, are my sister's jam at Facebook and Instagram. All right. We will catch y'all next week. See you next Bye. Thursday. Bye.